in the same way that you want your employees to know what a good job looks like and set the expectation of what that looks like so that everybody knows, you need to do the same thing for yourself, but you need to do it a little bit differently. You need to have an expectation of what ready looks like for you. This is the Flavor of Leadership podcast. I am your host, Clint Hoops. Together, we explore the unique blend of leadership wisdom that helps top leaders consistently achieve work goals, develop personally, and find fulfillment with family. Let's get started. Welcome to the Flavor of Leadership podcast. Excited to have you here today. Today is all about taking action. One of my coaching clients and I were talking a couple of weeks ago. And we were talking about just this, taking action. And this quote was shared. Now, I'm not exactly sure who the original author was or, or you know, with this quote. There, there are several different variations out there. And the quote is this. You can't learn to swim in a library. Right? You can't learn to swim in a library. You really can only read and learn about things for so long before you eventually just have to jump in. And in the case of swimming, you have to literally jump in the water and start swimming and actually experience what it's like to do the thing that you've been reading or learning about. And that can be the case with lots of different things that we experience. We read about things. We watch YouTube videos to learn. We listen to podcasts like this. But eventually, eventually, we have to take what we've learned and act. And do something. Now, I'm not saying you throw caution to the wind and you don't prepare at all and just jump into something huge, even though sometimes that might be the best thing, the best way to learn. I've had things like that in life where it's best to jump in and figure it out. But I agree that typically you should be prepared. Take the steps to be ready. But there comes a point when you just have to dive in in order to learn, to kind of fill in the gaps of your knowledge the rest of the way. And so I'll tell you, I have a tendency toward over-preparing generally. And so it often makes things harder than they need to be. <laughs> and so I'll try to make things a little too perfect before implementing. And so I figured some of you might be like me with that same tendency toward over-preparing. And so it doesn't usually do us any favors. It often will stop us and we'll have analysis paralysis and you don't implement things. The reality is in order to improve on something, you have to implement it before you can improve. If you're trying to make it all perfect so that you never make a mistake, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. My, my, little, uh, my little baby at home right now who's learning to walk would would agree with that. It's a little rough to 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 go from crawling to learning to walk. And you know, she's bumping into things and falling. But but man, slowly but surely she is getting she is getting better. You know, as as I think about this topic and just taking action, it's funny, I actually think about a number of years ago. I, mean, I can't even I don't even know how many years ago it's been now. I don't know. I'm thinking 10, 12, 13. I mean, I don't know, maybe 13 years ago, something like that. I started getting into straight razor shaving. And so, I mean, this is literally like, you know, there's there's lots of different names, you know, straight razor, a cutthroat razor, people will call it, things like that. 
And so it's just like the olden days, right? The old Western. It's like some guy goes up and, you know, goes into the to the barber shop, gets his gets his hair cut and gets his beard shaved off with a with a, you know, with a big straight razor. And so me, I I wanted to learn how to shave with one because I'm kind of funny. I like to learn random things. So I I wanted to learn. So so what did I do? I I started researching. I I figured it out and uh and just said, "Let's let's do this." And and so I so I I bought a straight razor and I just said, "Let's dive right in. Let's let's figure this out." And I'll tell you because I was really excited. Like I said, I usually research a ton before doing it. This one was a little bit quicker. I was like, you know what? This looks good. I'm going to do this. It's going to be fun. I, I get the razor and it's pretty funny. I, I finally got there and I had that. I had, I had researched enough to know kind of how to hold the razor. And I thought about putting it up to my, up to my face. And I'm like, holy cow, this thing is so so sharp. <laughs> I mean, I even they, they even tell you have they have like a warning on the package that says be careful so you don't cut yourself, etc. And and, uh, and I and stupid me, I did cut myself, embarrassed to say. And when I was when I first got my first razor, and so I I'm like okay, I gotta see. And so I, I started researching a little more. I'm like okay, it looks like they tell you to kind of practice on the back of your arm first. And so I'm like all right, I practice on the back of my arm. Like this thing is so sharp. And eventually it came to the point where I said let's dive in. We got to do this. And so I put that thing up to the side and just, you know, I'm afraid I'm going to get cut and just, you know, put that thing down and no blood. And I'm like, Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> I live to tell the tale. And so, so it was fun. I'm telling you, I, I did. I learned more though. I learned more about how to shave with that razor by just putting it on and tr- and giving it a go. I learned about the angle, the way that you have to do it. I mean, things that are just nuanced that you just couldn't learn without doing i mean i mean shaving with a you know with just a normal normal razor is 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 pretty simple right this you have to be a little a little more careful but you but the only way to learn is just to do it and so it was fun i, I that, that did actually teach me something about taking imperfect action right take imperfect action and so I couldn't even shave. I couldn't shave my whole face. I could only shave a little bit. And that was okay. That was enough. I eventually got to the point where I could, and I got on my path so much faster. You know, there are other times in my life where the same thing has happened, where instead of like just diving in like I did on the straight razor, where I'd taken too much time and maybe was too scared that I was going to do something wrong. And I'll tell you, one example of that was when I was first going to start the podcast. And you may think, oh, well, this podcast, you know, it's been going on for, oh, almost a year and a half or so now. And and you're thinking, oh, okay, maybe it was just, you know, right before this podcast was released. I'm telling you, no, it was, it was years before, years before, about 10 years before or so. I got to go back and look exactly when it was. But a long time ago, I actually started a podcast and the podcast was called Pursuing Good. And it was kind of a fun, fun podcast that I uh, that I was really excited about, you know, sharing some amazing stories of people. And I had created some great content for it, even recorded three episodes and put them up on my website and and was just excited to do it. But I'm telling you, within within a few hours, even it was less than a day for sure. I got so scared that people would actually find them and that they wouldn't like them or that something wouldn't happen, right? That I pulled the podcast down. I pulled them off and didn't, didn't release them again. The intention was always to release them again. And I had momentum, but I stopped it. 
I stopped momentum. And instead, you know what I did? I went back to reading books. So I took some of the action around. I'm just going to do this. But then I let fear stop me from continuing on. So instead, after that, I read books, multiple books. I took courses on podcasting. I did a bunch of different things over the course of years, always intending to start it again. I remember, you know, recording some different episodes and and getting excited about, you know, doing a new podcast, but always always I kind of kept coming back to kind of the fear of of acting. What if people don't like it? You know, what if I'm not good at it? All of all of these different things that go through all the things that go through your head. And eventually after years of that, which was just crazy because I'm generally someone that's going to act and do things. But in this case, I, I didn't. And I let that stop me. And eventually, before this podcast was started, a couple months before, I said, I am doing this. And I am doing it on this date. And this is how much time I'm giving myself to prepare. No more time. <laughs> We're wasting. And so I did it. I put it out. And I'm telling you, it has blessed my life in so many ways to put out this Flavor of Leadership podcast. You know, just a short time now, right? Year and a half or so after starting this podcast, I've now been able to start my own company where I get to coach high achieving leaders to kill it at work and at home. And, and it is so much fun. It's, and it's something that would have been so much more difficult to do if I hadn't have started my podcast first to give me the momentum. So what, what things are you doing, right? What actions? Have you been delaying while you wait for the perfect circumstances or to learn just a little bit more before acting? All right. So this might be in your role as a leader at work. It might be something that you've kind of had the feeling, man, I need to, I need to do this thing. This is going to help our employees. It's going to help connect people better. It's going to help this particular employee that needs help. Perhaps you're ready to go to a new opportunity or enter a new market, but the fear of unknown kind of has you stuck. So you're kind of just at this spot where you're not moving forward. You've had some great ideas. And so you stagnate on an idea instead of just acting, just doing it. You're waiting for it to be just perfect. You don't want to look foolish in front of your employees. And so all I say to you once again is take that imperfect action. Take that imperfect action. You probably know those things that are sitting in your head they're sitting on your idea list and you probably feel like you're doing something toward them, right? Sometimes you'll think about it and think, oh yeah, yeah, we're getting closer. We're getting closer, right? But are you really getting closer? What about at home? What about at home? Man, I keep thinking of things at home where it comes back where I just, I have these ideas where it's like, that would be so great to be able to help this child with this or work a little bit more to help my wife with that. And so I've realized that some of the things that will make me better at home and make a home a better place for everybody, I know what they are, but sometimes I just, I just freeze. I don't, you know, it's either getting lazy or, or hey, you, you try to make it harder than it actually needs to be, right? You have this vision in your mind of something you want to do or something you want to improve on, and you feel like you need to make a big, a big fuss about it. Last week's episode, we actually talked about being present at home and you know, how to, how to stop looking at your phone or, you know, as much when your kids are in the room or maybe have a technology free dinner, uh, together as a family. And, you know, maybe you're still just thinking about doing one of those things. 
And maybe you're trying to make it too complicated. You're thinking, okay, well, we got to get the rules together because we don't want, you know, we got to, we got to have the rules where during this time and this time, you know, you need to be able to, you know, to, you can't have your phone during here and there and, and everyone puts their phones here before this time. I mean, yes, it is good to have some rules around technology or, or some rules around different things, or, or maybe there is something you want to, that you think would be great for the, for the family. And, but instead of just doing some small imperfect action, something to get it going, to get the ball rolling, you overcomplicate it. And that's something sometimes I do. I'll overcomplicate it and then I'll take a step back and I'll think, how can I make this a little bit easier? What's kind of the easiest next step? As imperfect as the action may be, take that action first, then refine as you go. Make it more complicated or more complex later after you already have the momentum, right? What's the worst thing that can happen, right? What is the worst thing that can happen when you're trying to better yourself? Just communicate. Communicate with your family. Communicate with your people, right? Depending on the thing that you need to do, you don't have to feel like, you know, like you're, maybe you're trying to make a change at work and you want to implement, you know, something important. Some, some, you know, maybe it's something that you think will, uh, will improve your relationship with your employees. Maybe it's one-on-one meetings. You know, we've talked about that a lot. Maybe you haven't been very good or consistent with your one-on-one meetings with your employees and you're saying, okay, I want to start doing this. But first, I want to get everything just right, right? I want to have everything just perfect before I start and have the first meeting with them. So that way we just, we hit, hit you know, just hit it out of the park on the first try. Now, here's the deal. I'm all about that. I think it's great. Hit it out of the park if you can. And I have my one-on-one tool that you can download. Like I said, it's in the show notes. Go to my website, clinthoops.com. You can find that one-on-one tool that can help guide you, help you hit it out of the park, right out of the gate. But guess what? Do you want even better than doing that? Just, just sitting down and talking to your people, having a consistent time each week that you sit down and talk. If you're not doing that yet, do that first. Then add some of the details and make it better and refine. Don't be afraid to try something. You can even communicate with your employees and tell them, hey, we're giving this a try, right? Giving this a try. Let's see how it goes. And if it's something worthwhile, it will stick and it'll get better and better. Once again, take the imperfect action. Another thing that is important, right? Just like I've, like we say, one-on-one meetings, you need to set an expectation of what a good job looks like for your employees, right? So it's clear for them. So they know when they've done a good job for you and for themselves because they want to know that they've done a good job. They want to know that they're a great employee, a great contributor. So in the same way that you want your employees to know what a good job looks like and set the expectation of what that looks like so that everybody knows, you need to do the same thing for yourself, but you need to do it a little bit differently. You need to have an expectation of what ready looks like for you. So set the expectation that things won't be perfect. And that it will be a refining process. So if you find that you often procrastinate or delay before taking action or that you over-prepare, like I, like you said, you're, you're, you're the example where you keep reading books about swimming but don't jump in the water. Take the imperfect action and refine. Decide what ready looks like when you know enough to act. But only you can decide what that is but err on the side of action when you're deciding what ready looks like for you. 
There's a quote by Benjamin Franklin that I love. He says, never confuse motion with action. Never confuse motion with action. So just because you're moving, right? Just because you're watching the YouTube videos on how to, on how to do this thing or reading another book on how to manage your people, which I love. I'm a huge book reader. I read, I read, uh, I'm always reading a book, <laughs> a book every week, it seems, because I know that's where I can get knowledge. But the knowledge, if it doesn't transfer to action, then it's for naught. Never confuse motion with action, just the act of learning those things or making, you know, if it's not moving you forward, then it's not helping you. So what goals do you know right now are going to help you become a better leader or perhaps a better father, a better mother, a better friend, a better neighbor, whatever it might be, whatever your goals are, where are you hesitating? Where are you hesitating when you know that you should be acting? So here is the challenge for this week. Commit to yourself right now, right now. If you need to, write it down, take out your phone, put it on a note. Commit to take action on the one thing that will drive you closer to your biggest goal this week. And if you don't know what your biggest goal is this week, decide that first. What is your biggest goal this week? What is the thing that has to get done, mission critical, to get you closer to your other big goals? Once you decide what that is, commit to take action on that one thing that will drive you closer, especially if that one thing you have been procrastinating or hesitating on or studying it out too much. What is an action you can take that might make you a bit uncomfortable? Perhaps, especially if it makes you uncomfortable, that probably means it's something you should be doing and then act on it. Commit to yourself right now that by the end of the week, that is what you're going to do. You got this. Can't wait to hear all about it. Thanks for joining me on this week's episode of the Flavor of Leadership podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at flavoroflearership.com. Thanks for listening.